0: Welcome Learn and Live fans to episode number three, Cautious Carl and Sweet Susie. If you listen to episode two, and if I made the names a little different, I am the inspiring style. So I go on how it feels, but the content will still deliver exactly the same. So I hope you guys are enjoying our podcast. And here's an update. It is June 23rd, 2018. And if you're following us on the Learn and Live podcast, we are down here now in Atlanta, Georgia. So again, we will record these episodes as we see schedule fit, but we will try to release them on Mondays. But since this is a podcast and can be listened at any time, we will post as many as our schedule sees fit. So let's go jump into the topic of Cautious Carl and Sweet Susie. If you listen to episode one and episode two, we have talked about how to understand people via relationships by asking two questions, and we're just going to go over them real quick and breeze through. First question, are you outgoing or reserved? You need to answer that question. And then the second question is, are you more task oriented or more people oriented? Once you answer these two questions, you can go over and understand the different and unique personality styles there are across the world one moment there we go from there in episode two we went over dynamic dan and inspiring isabella we taught you on how to identify dynamic dan and inspiring isabella so if you've not listened to episode one go there and listen to that first and then also listen to episode two these episodes will be building upon building is different relationships at least the first few lessons Let's go jump into now how to understand sweet Susie and cautious Carl or cautious Carl and sweet Susie, whatever way you want to go into it. So we're going to go into sweet Susie first. So sweet Susie is a very sweet girl, obviously, but she's also very submissive, very stable, very status quo, very shy, has a lot of sameness to her. She like she's very sentimental and she can be a tad of a sucker this can be a male or female but what we'll be referencing her is sweet susie just an fyi so sweet susie goes over and wakes up in the morning and she's very reserved and she's very people oriented so she's not going to go jump in the limelight to go over and do public speaking or do impromptu things on the fly but she's going to be the very steady eddie she's going to go over and she will reside where she feels comfortable If she is your child, she probably didn't move too far away from you. You're probably in regular communication with her, or you are going over and you see her on a regular basis. If she had the opportunity, you would see her every day. So from there, we will go over and you will interact with her in a very low tone, very peace oriented way. You don't want to cause chaos. You don't want to raise your tones. You don't want to go over and the cause conflict because Sweet Susie doesn't like conflict. She can be very diplomatic to solve it because she wants the peace, but it doesn't mean she wants to get in conflict personally. The difference between her and Dominant Dan is they are the exact opposite. Dominant Dan is outgoing and task-oriented. Sweet Susie is reserved and people-oriented. They are polar opposites in relationships. Opposites attract usually in this way, and Sweet Susie would be attracted by Dominant Dan because he has a lot of attributes that she does not and doesn't know how to raise, and she admires them at first. But over time, if Sweet Susie is dating Dominant Dan or married to Dominant Dan, they can get into regular conflicts. Well, Sweet Susie doesn't get into conflicts, but Dominant Dan does, and then Sweet Susie tends to shut down. If you are sweet susie you might have gone over and shut down in the sense of non-verbal talking walking away going over and tuning out emotionally stonewalling or going over and watching netflix and or sleeping or maybe both your days can get very long when there's conflict in the situation dominant dan by the way thrives in conflict so if you're dealing with him Your days might be difficult sometimes if Dominant Dan doesn't get the message that you're very sweet. I tend to lean towards Dominant Dan and my wife is more the sweet Susie, so I need to continually watch myself. But sweet Susie, you need to understand that conflict is okay sometimes because it does goes over and resolves issues. In the long run, if you don't deal with the conflicts, the conflicts will bite you in one way or another. If you suppress yourself and not deal with the conflicts, you might have an explosion, internally or externally. So internal conflicts, explosions goes over and you just totally shut down and nothing goes over and gets done. You become emotionally aloof and then you're not engaging at all and all the work that you were planning to do doesn't get done. Externally, if you take it too far and you're beating yourself up, you might go over and explode and become like Dominant Dan, but in a very negative way. Both personality styles out of control can become very hostile. It doesn't matter between Sweet Susie and Dominant Dan. Again, they are opposites, but opposites attract. And in chaos, both opposites can act out the same exact way in the extremes. Dominant Dan, if he's not getting results and getting defiant, he can go over and shut down too after a certain point. Takes him a lot longer than Sweet Susie. (coughs) So Sweet Susie is the girl that you want to have In your workplace, in your marriage, in your family, in all your relationships, Sweet Susie, male or female type, go over and make 30 to 35% of the world population. So when Dominant Dan is trying to take over the world, he needs a lot of people that to go over and follow and do the task that he has assigned because he's more of a vision caster. And Sweet Susie will go over and finish the task as long as she has this one amazing characteristic which most of sweet Susie's need, and it is the how. If you do not give them the how when they're going over and working with you, they won't go over and get it done. They will sit there frozen. They need to have the how. We'll get into a bit on cautious Carl and something else that he needs to go over and work, but sweet Susie needs to know the how. You can go over and vision cast or go over and be having fun as Dominant Dan or inspiring Isabella. But if you want sweet Susie to go over and go with you on the fun task or go out to go over and conquer the world in your business or in your marriage or in relationships or overall networking or whatever it is, sweet Susie needs to understand the how. So you need to have the time to explain the how and that she or he knows how to go over and apply it. If they do not, they will just go sit there passively and do nothing. But they'll be so sweet when you go over and ask them like, Uh, I asked you to go over and do this. Why did not you do it? Well, I kind of felt overwhelmed and didn't have all the answers. And that's a really introspective sweet Susie going over and answering you. Sometimes sweet Susie would just stare at you. Sometimes they'll just go over and be overwhelmed in general. And they'll just go over and laugh or giggle. And you're like thinking that they're not taking things seriously. They're just overwhelmed and they don't wanna cause conflict. So they're gonna try to make everything be all right. But in the long term, It might not be. So, Sweet Susie, how do we go over and grow from this? Because your personality style is awesome when in control, but out of control, it can be damaging. All personality styles can be going and doing that. So we need to go over and watch out. So what is some of the ways that we know that Sweet Susie is stressed? And what secret fuel does she need every day to go over and thrive? Sweet Susie goes over and is in conflict when you see her emotionally go over and shut down. So stonewalling, not going over and talking, becoming incommunicative, going over and going to sleep. (coughs) When sweet Susie goes over and does this, we know that she's in conflict and she's not getting her secret fuel. Her secret fuel each and every day for her to go over and thrive is drastically different than Dominant Dan and inspiring Isabella. Again, a friendly reminder, Dominant Dan needs results and inspiring Isabella needs fun. But those two fuels just don't work for Sweet Susie. Sweet Susie's fuels is peace and harmony. If peace and harmony is in the marriage, she's thriving. If peace and harmony is in her family, she's thriving. If peace and harmony is at her work in leadership and communication, she's thriving. And if she's having peace and harmony in her faith, which all of us in faith want peace and harmony, then she's especially thriving in this world. And she can go over and be very loyal and serve a lot of tasks that you go over and have that are the mundane tasks that you want to have done, but keeps your business, keeps your marriage, keeps your family, keeps your faith thriving on a regular basis. (coughs) So from there, what do we do if sweet Susie, how do we know also sweet Susie is going to thrive and how is she going to deal with thriving? So again, we talked about that she needs peace and harmony. But dominant and Dan inspiring his bell is like, what does that mean? How do I go over and do that? Well, first off, they need to have time to have regular relationships at the workplace and the marriage and the family. They typically, their love language is also physical touch in words of affirmation, typically, not all, but just use that as an example. They like to go over that they're known and loved privately and a hug, a handshake, Warm affection is key. In the marriage and family, it's a lot easier than in the workplace. So if you need to go apply these love languages with the personality style in the workplace, I'd recommend Dr. Gary Chapman's book, The Five Love Languages. And he specifically has one for in the workplace. I don't know the name of the reference, but please go over and Google it. Dr. Gary Chapman is a very famous author and has over 70 books. So just look for The Five Love Languages for your specific realm. From there... As you go over and give words of affirmation and physical touch to this sweet, charming person and you keep things the same and you keep it steady Eddie and give the how, that's how she or he goes over and gets their secret fuel each and every day. Don't come to them overbearing. Don't come over and go over and start yelling and throwing out tasks to them. You're just gonna go over and stop them. In Dominant Dan and Inspiring Isabella, the hardest thing for you is to give the hows You don't like the house. Dominant Dan goes over and say, who's going to give the house? I'll go figure that out. And inspiring Isabella goes over and is having fun. And she might find the house by, again, by finding connections. These are my mouth thinkers. But sweet Susie goes over and comes from a different uh, retrospect. as all. She's not a mouth thinker and neither is cautious Carl. Sweet Susie is my head thinker. So this is gonna take even more strength for Dominant Dan and inspiring Isabella to go over and to deal with these people. Because again, they're the opposite. They don't go over and speak their feelings, their thoughts, their emotions. It takes a while to withdraw them. So in a peace and harmony world, you have to go and make them feel safe to go tell you they're having problems with the house in the marriage, in the family, in the leadership and business or in their faith And until they feel comfortable and feel safe, they might not share it at all. And then you wonder why one day when they go over and explode in conflict, but they didn't go over and do that. This is something that you have to be working on each and every day with Sweet Susie. Again, Sweet Susie is very loyal, very dedicated. We'll go over and do things the same way. We'll go over and keep to the same grind. So if you need something regularly done on a regular basis and you give them the how, like a checklist, and you walk through it and you make sure that they're okay and answered all their questions, you'll get the same consistent product over and over and over again. These people are great at customer service, going over and serving people, being the back person for the show. They don't need to have the limelight, but you want to go give them private affirmation on a regular basis, as we stated earlier. So, Hopefully, this gives you a small insight into sweet Susie and how she goes over and thrives at work and how she does not and some caution things to watch out for. And lastly, she goes over and for stress-wise, if she goes over and is not getting peace and harmony, for her to go over and to de-stress as we talked about earlier with Dominant Dan and Inspiring Isabella, please reference episode two, she will go over and need times away from people but she needs to go do something unstructured so Netflix is unstructured sleep is unstructured going over knitting or sewing something you can do autopilot they don't need as much human engagement sometimes they will go over and talk and confine into a friend or two max that might get them to recharge but more than likely it has to be unstructured just an organic conversation, don't go over and say, today we're gonna go solve the conflict of world peace. It's this time, Susie, and we need to solve it now. You will lose Susie at hello, even if the conflict was world peace, even if it was all her fault. You'll lose her, or him. So that is sweet Susie in a nutshell. Let's jump into our final character, the reserve and task-oriented style, Cautious Carl. So, Cautious Carl is going over and is gonna be cautious, calculating, competent, conscientious, very careful, and very cold. And when I say cold, even my voice at this tone has a lot of emotion compared to Cautious Carl. Cautious Carl doesn't show his or her emotion on their face. They have a flat affect as it's described in the mental health world. If you've ever seen somebody that shows the same face, loving a hot dog, loving their spouse, going to work, leaving work, going over and going to their favorite baseball game, whatever it is, you will see Cautious Carl. Cautious Carl, again, is my head thinkers, just like Sweet Susie. The only difference between Cautious Carl and Sweet Susie is Sweet Susie feels interruptive and doesn't want to take over the realm. Cautious Carl won't say a thing, unless he knows he is right. Once he knows he's right, and the audience needs to go over and hear it, he'll drop that golden grenade on you, or her will drop that golden grenade on you. But at the same time, cautious Carl goes over and is typically not going to be speaking in your boardrooms, in the bedroom, in the parenting relationship as much as guard, unless they feel right. So what is their secret fuel? How do they go over and what keeps them thriving in a workday, in the marriage, from the bedroom to the boardroom? For them, they need quality answers, excellence, and value. Those three things are a synthetic fuel in a sense that my mentor, Dr. Robert Rome, took 10 years to go over and to figure out. One moment. All right, so those three things go over and keep him or her thriving. If they do not have those things, they are dying. So what are they going to look like out of control? We already know dominant Dan looking for results can get physically and verbally hostile. Inspiring Isabella without fun goes over and blame shifts. Uh, The the sweet Susie without peace and harmony will go over and shut down. But cautious Carl becomes this one secret weapon that most of us has seen but don't know how to describe as well. And it's very hard to challenge because they're usually right. But it is being critical. And when their version of critical is way different than the other personality styles. We all have capabilities to get physically and verbally hostile, blame shift, shut down. But when cautious Carl gets critical, cautious Carl is 90% of the time right. In my marriage specifically, my wife resonates in this style. So when I get out of control, I go over and blame shift and I bring the past into the present. And that can go hurt a lot of emotions. But at the same time, when my wife has gone over and hurt, she can become very critical and take something presently in the future, character-wise and whatever, and bring that forward in front of the person with such accuracy. And you go over and you're like, that was so critical and hurtful, but it was right. So how do you go over and defuse that bomb? If you're going over and dealing with this person in conflict, <clears throat> you need to go and love on them well. You don't go over and give them any ammo to go over and to fight. You just have to go over and literally sometimes walk away. They will typically tell you that they're done. They're overwhelmed. They want to stop. But if you push, like I have in the past, you will go over and have a person that will go over and explode on you. In general, if a person is hungry, angry, lonely or tired and you tend to push the issue no matter what style it is, halt what you're doing because it doesn't go over and do well. It has us walk into so many negative things, out of controlness, sinfulness, shame, bitterness, all those types of things. In those moments, specifically, if you know someone's hungry, angry, lonely or tired, walk away. Cautious Carl will let you go over and walk away so we need to go over and understand cautious carl a little bit more before we end this podcast yes cautious carl just so you know i didn't go over you as much as in depth as sweet susie but cautious carl it's so easy to identify you once we understand that you're right anyway so and you can elaborate <clears throat> so cautious carl goes over in the marriage goes over and won't do things unless he goes over and is right. He will take a very, very long time to go over and make decisions. He will use Excel, he will use logical deduction, he'll use systematic desensitization, he'll use systematic logic, all those types of things, you know, to go over and figure things out. Just so you know, cautious Carl, systematic desensitization is a therapy technique not used too commonly in the real world, but I wanted to throw that in there that you will think everything systematically across the board. Cautious Carl will go over and analyze the situation to see on how it's right and to go over and make decisions from the littlest penny to the checking account to the schedule of the day to going over and what kids are operating in, what emotions, and he will think, think, think through most of the stuff. Don't rush him into a decision. You overall need to have a deadline, Cautious Carl, but at the same time, if you force a deadline faster than it is, you'll just get them to shut down. They, they don't want it to be wrong, so they will go over and eventually commit to that deadline. But they will tend to push it if they can. <coughs> Cautious Carl and the family will be that dad that goes over and not makes actions as quickly. Or the mom that goes over and is still thinking over and mulling things with their kids. Again, from schedule to cooking and to everything else. If they already have a system in place, they're going to continue to do it and they will go over and thrive, go over and change that schedule and they will go over and die. I've done that several times to my wife and graciously she's learned to grow into it. But naturally, if I go over and don't project 24, 48 hours, 96 hours, a week, a month, two in advance, she will not go over and budge, sometimes won't even do it at all, unless it's life or death. So the higher the cautious style, the less likely the moving and the budgeting. But this is a great thing because they go over and analyze the sides that you need to have to understand. When we were going over and starting this business in 2007? Nope, 2006. Nope, it was 2007. In 2007, when we were first starting this business, she's like, you got to have a plan. Now, for her and for cautious Carl, they need to have the whys on what you're doing things for. So that's the difference. We talked about that earlier. So Cautious Carl can go over and walk with you. If you can answer the whys, you can answer the questions. If you can give the checklist the TOs, and answer the majority of the whys, they will go over and follow through you thick and thin because you've gone over and proved the point. If they don't believe that you've proven the whys, they won't walk with you. No matter if it's your marriage, your family, your faith, your leadership, or communication. From the bedroom to the boardroom, they can go over and lock their heels and say No. The sweet S's, sweet sallys I mean, sweet Susie's, will go over and eventually budge because they don't want to cause conflict in the workplace. Cautious Carl doesn't give a damn about conflict because if he's right or she's right, they're going to go over and not budge. And we need those types of people in this world to go over and solve the world's problems, make sure that the systems are right and accurate, and not just go make change to make change because it feels good inside. <coughs> So cautious Carl and sweet Susie, we love you and we know that we need you in our marriages, our family, our faith, leadership and communication from the bedroom to the boardroom. So we want to ha- we want to bring this podcast to you guys so you guys to go over and to learn and grow about yourselves. And if you're dominant Dan and inspiring Isabella, you need to go get your doctorate degree in your spouse or in your, or your bachelor's degree in your kids or your associate's degree in your coworkers to go over and to thrive with these people. They're great when they're in control, they're horrible when they're out of control. The same thing for Dominant Dan and Inspiring Isabella. They are great in control and they're horrible out of control. But with understanding, knowledge, and grace, we can go over and thrive together by bringing understanding. So these are the first three lessons in understanding how Learn and Live structures everything that we go over and talk about from marriage to family, from bedroom to boardroom. If you'd like to understand this way more in depth and this is only a scratch the surface, you can go connect with us in the following ways. So, if you're a Facebook fan, go look for Daniel Faust or Learn and Live. And, and you can just go to, and you can look for the at tag surviving, the number two, thriving. So, surviving to thriving. If you're going over and if you're more of a LinkedIn fan, just go over and look at Daniel Faust on LinkedIn and go over and connect with us there professionally. Instagram, we are Agape Chick. Yes, the name doesn't flow. UCs are probably killing me inside. We will fix that as we go. And hopefully we can all match. And then on Twitter, we are Perspect and Reflect. Our prior business was uh, Perspectives and Reflections. A little rough name on the tongue. If you are going over and want to find us directly, you can go connect with us through the podcast and send messages through there. Uh, we will eventually be broadcasting on the rest of the stores. Right now, we broadcast on three. <clears throat> so that is it for our podcast show. So thank you for your time and your, and your dedication to go over and listen to this. And we hope to go over and bring you lesson four soon on what the heck to do With Dominant Dan, Inspiring Isabella, Sweet Susie, and Cautious Carl, now that I've learned this, or some episode topic in that realm, in the rough category. Thank you for your time. God bless.